0: <laughs> we're gonna, I'm going to play their intro and pull them in, guys. The guys from No Time to Binge are back, but this is a different show. Well, one of
1: them looks different because he doesn't have his glasses on. So I'm pretty sure it's a different guy.
0: We get to see his sexy eyes. Yeah, we do. Uh, but I'm going to say this. this uh, No Time to Binge, if you thought that was great, PowerPoint Showdown is so much fun. We both had a chance to be on the show before. I think we did all right.
2: I mean, I think I did fantastically. You were okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's correct. Uh, I don't know. We weren't even on the same time. I treatment.
1: Well, I did one where I was playing like this German guy. And I don't know. I may have gone a little far there. <laughs>
0: I was just Mick Manhattan.
1: Fair enough. I, well, don't, hey. play, I
0: don't play German guys. Hey, so.
1: buddy. It's never just.
0: It's never just.
1: <laughs> and actually, instead of German, I'm going to go with Dutch. Oh, it enough. feels safer.
0: That one, I was Mick Bronx. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> I went to one borough for that one. That one <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, yes, let me get situated here. Uh, so, it is. The name of the show is PowerPoint Showdown. We're coming back to it. Uh, check out
2: this. Yes. Um, and okay. I did get it fixed so that it was uh, sp- spherical again. Mm. Um, you know, like a normal penis is, is spherical. Um. Ladies, gentlemen, them, they, and all. It's showtime. <laughs> Although uh, when we do say showtime, uh, we, we do use that term very loosely. As what we've got in store for you today, well, uh, uh, our presenters have really no idea what they're going to say because they're all unprepared. So strap yourselves in and brace yourself as the Some Nobodies Present PowerPoint Showdown. So start that round of applause as we welcome this week's keynote speaker.
1: Hey, I'm a keynote speaker. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another intellectual conference. Now, tonight, you're going to hear three professionals discuss our topic behind the podcast. What we decide to do normally is we go over uh, some topic that people need more information on, uh, whether it be wind, uh, alternative dieting, uh, underused social media, the wrong kind of sneakers and there's a lot of things that we go over but what we didn't do is really go into who we are and why we are such professionals and knowledge athletes at this. Uh, so we decided to do a new bit called uh, behind the podcast and what that is is we're going to go into a presentation of who we are as presenters. Now with me as always we have uh, Dylan Terry how are you sir? I'm doing all right smart Dylan good to see you yeah. uh, and obviously we have uh, uh, smart Michael Colby, how are you sir? Pew! doing great hell, hell yeah he Diggly is wide that's good uh now i'm gonna be your keynote speaker my name is zach uh and i'll be leading this conference now for those joining us for the first time each speaker is given about eight to ten minutes to present the topic of the week and after each presentation there'll be a short q a uh from the panel and obviously anybody watching at home we will answer literally every single question everyone has time now no okay no uh um uh, And after the last presentation, the panelists will vote on which speaker will be given the awarded $50,000 scholarship to Some Nobody's University from Some Nobody's Patreon and the Nostalgia Prize of the Week, which is right here. Let me just get this open real fast. I don't want to open it because I don't want to see the... This, whoa. Okay. Apparently, we're going for uh, coins of the Bible today, and we have the widow's mite and a <laughs> Hmm. It actually has a a certification of Bible. So this is from the (laughs) real Bible, uh, just so you know. So now the winner wins $50,000 scholarship and a coin
2: of the Bible. I'm glad I never win this.
3: Just one? yeah. Well,
2: it also comes with a book, so you can display it.
1: Uh, But I mean, it's a pretty... I'll I'll read you a story later. We don't (laughs) have a lot of time. Now, listen, uh, before we get any further, we have some ado's. We're not going to get to them. Not right now. I'm going to start off with the podcast or with the presentation that I have uh, made for this, this one. And I'm not sure. See, this is the first time we're doing this for a charity. Mm -hmm. Can we have the Uh, producers
3: bring the uh, presentation on, please? Yes, it's going going very well. So there we go.
1: Okay, is this mine? Yes, yes, I made this. Excellent. Okay, now, what? one of the things that we wanted to do was we wanted to make sure that the audience here at the Scene Snobs, uh, who are definitely donating enough money to see uh, Manhattan's back, um, we wanted to give you a little insight of who we are as creators. I've chosen to tell you guys. I'm Michael Colby. Now, everything to know and what not to as well. Um, there are, trust me, there's a lot more things that you do not want to what not to know but there are some things that you're going to everything to know and we're going to get into those everythings right now uh some of those things might be recipes guitar tabs death notes and friends uh that's going to be a very long list because Michael Colby has uh, uh, social medias anyway let's get on to the next slide pretty please all right now who is Michael Colby number one po- podcaster right uh no one knows what he really does for a job the only thing he ever tells anybody he does is that he's funnier than most people and he has a podcast uh what this really is is a uh, incessant ramblings of a bunch of old men who think they see ghosts but anyway he calls him a podcast so we're gonna get on with that he also likes music i think um he is a podcaster who has a podcast on music um it's actually a pretty decent podcast it's called generation clash where he complains about music a lot whether it's his music he complains about or somebody else's music they complain about He says he likes music, I think. Now, he's somewhere between a rough 35 and a young 50. Now, I would think it's more towards the rough 35, but obviously 50 looks right. So we're just going to settle in the middle and say he's a rough 50. Um, But either way, he is a podcaster. And those are things you need to know. So next slide, please. Now, there's a history of Michael Colby's podcasting career, and I'm going to start all the way in the beginning, which is negative five BJB. Uh, I'm not allowed to tell you what that stands for because I was warned of my cussing earlier, but let's just say that it's uh before Jack Billings. That seems like the easiest thing that we can get around uh, without me getting in trouble again. Now, negative five before Jack Billings, Michael discovers a microphone and What that does, it leads down the eventual doom of the planet. Uh, he looked at a microphone for quite a while. Uh, he yelled into it. Uh, then once he plugged it in, he realized that he could record those yellings. Now, Zero AJB, which we're, I guess, we're just gonna stick with this and say this is after Jack Billings. The first episode of Jack Billings Presents was released, and honestly, it has five-star reviews on Apple and I can't say that about all my podcasts. Now let's hop ahead 15 AJBs uh, later, which is right about now. Now Jack Billings is elected to president. Now what you don't know is Jack Billings is not from this country. So he's not president of the United States. He's president of his own country. And I'm not going to get into that because this is also not a political uh, thing. Now we're going to hop ahead 10 more years into roughly the future of 25 AJB where Earth depopulated, universe collapses what happened was everyone was spending so much time listening to all the podcasts that michael coley puts together they stopped having sex they realized nothing was attractive anymore and there was no need for it they thought while it was happening it was okay but what was the point of really initiating it uh for that reason no more sex population went down next slide please now here's a bunch of things that i wanted to tell you guys that are facts about michael colby i've done my research i've checked his imgur page and these are facts number one michael colby went on vacation once and it was an overnight camping trip to costco and it was unintentional he thought it was a bj's and he only really parked around back because that's where the security guards don't bust you for sleeping in your trunk uh but it turns out it was a costco he was very surprised but really shocked at the value number two it's not actually a beard. Uh, it's a prop. Um, it is whatever the merkin is but that goes on like the lower back. It's like a um, like a tramp stamp of long hair like a rat tail that covers your butt crack. Um, he didn't know what it was, put it on there. and now what I found out was that there's an antennae on his shin uh, and it's both for mating and threat display. He can swell it up to enormous sizes and also change colors depending on his mood. I've only seen yellow, and I think that means horny. Number three, the best artist of all time. Michael says it's Meatloaf, but he actually thinks it's Kid Rock. He's going to tell you Meatloaf to your face, but guess what? That's Kid Rock. Number four, Michael's a really hard worker. Uh, He doesn't sleep, not because he doesn't need to, but because of his guilt. Uh, When he's asleep, he actually feels like he should be doing something because he doesn't really do much uh even his job i don't think he does much which i can't verify what he does uh the people outside of costco said he didn't do a whole lot but he definitely felt guilty and number five michael can't solve a rubik's cube uh he just gives up and calls it a work in progress which is nothing wrong with that because honestly as a current work in progress himself there's nothing wrong with fondling one of those every once in a while next slide please now, here are five extra Michael Colby facts. <laughs> uh, one, he's exactly 2% alopecia. Uh, he cannot grow hair on the very top of his head. Uh, number two, he calls headphones ear goggles for some reason. Uh, number three, he has no idea who Spider-Man is, which is why I wore this shirt. Uh, number, f- <laughs> number four, he has started and failed three exact religions uh two of which i think are the same but he said they were different uh number five he will not stop talking about dianetics by l ron hubbard uh that is his favorite book and that is fact number five uh so next slide please now The one thing I can tell you is that he is very similar to some kind of skink, uh, and you do not want to approach. Uh, When threatened or surprised, Michael's throat (laughs) punch, his throat pouch inflates, and he asks his prey to be on his podcast as a sexy ghost or something weird. Uh, Dylan and I actually encountered Michael in in person one Mm -hmm. time. He was aggressively threatened, and we ended up on four of his podcasts. So just watch out, because once you get knocked down by that throat, uh, 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 what what do they call it? Pouches? Sure. Once you get knocked down by that, you realize, hey, this guy's actually pretty funny. Next slide, please. <laughs> Sexy Thatcher. I just saw that up top. Who's? Okay, this is mine, I guess. All right, now listen. Here's here's some of Michael's buddies. Number one, Glennifer bruhaha barista she's 25 uh i'm sorry she's a sanitation engineer she studies bird calls and she also likes the idea of taxidermy not actual taxidermy just the idea of it she thinks more things should be dead and stuffed and not blood she just doesn't like blood that much uh also one of michael's friends is salvador obrasseri now he's a self-proclaimed 121 year old immortal man from bedlam uh that's where they first met was in bedlam is that a place? Is that a state of mind? Uh, now, he also likes 90s hip-hop, although that's not his current style of music. He's into trash funk, uh, which is really just um, uh, complaining melodically to whatever garbage he can find. Now, his number one favorite person in the world is Kid Rock. Now, this mofo is 51 years old. He studies music. Now, there is nothing you can tell him about music. That's why him and Michael get along very well. They first met in, D- in Detroit. <clears throat> The thing he likes the most, his old music. Uh, Obviously, if that makes sense. Now, if we can click this tab up here at the top that says Mick Manhattan or get me to the next slide, please. Now, in conclusion, Michael, if anything, is an artist. He's tried many things. Uh, He's tried naked cowboying. He's tried naked drawing. He's tried naked podcasting. But all that I can really say about Michael is that when you're done with him you're going to have a smile on your face you might be a little blue you might be a little flat you might be somewhat two-dimensional as far as emotionally goes but god damn it there's going to be a smile on your face and because i'm pretty much out of time i'm going to take any questions anyone has right now on michael colby if not we'll just get on with the next presentation
2: are we doing questions on michael oh michael colby? okay, oh, okay. I just—I I don't have a question. I just wanted to let you know uh, about 50% of that was uh, surprisingly accurate. I've been going through your trash for quite a while, so I've put some things together.
1: Good job. All right. Well, up next is going to be actual Michael Colby. So if we can go ahead and get his presentation up from our producers backstage.
2: <laughs> All right. I did my presentation today on uh, Dylan Terry. Dylan Augustus Terry, uh, the boy prince that grew up too soon. Um, it's actually a tragic tale. Um, we'll get into it. Uh, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get you prepared. Uh, you are gonna cry during this presentation. Um, the boy prince. Um, it's always a tragic tale, and uh, this one is no different. And. Where it is different, it's even sadder than your normal Boy Prince tale. Uh, mm. So if we can get this started and prepare to cry. Um, I have Dylan's Lifeline here. It's it's like a timeline thing. Um, you know, like... somebody's life is uh, an amount of time. So Dylan's Lifeline is sort of a timeline thing. Um, in 1993... Uh, Dylan was born it was the first and only time he's ever seen or touched a vagina and it was that of his mothers um, I don't know what else to say about that it's oh, it's very funny. sad um, boy princes usually are born and then by the time they die they've never seen another vagina yeah. uh, it's terrible it's true um, Okay, 1997, the year that I graduated high school. <laughs> Dylan's four years old, and he sees the lost world in the theater. Um, his theater experience is fueled um, by dinosaurs. Um, the pun here is that fuel, uh, oil, gasoline is made from oil, which is old dinosaurs smushed mm-hmm. And turned into goo, so that was the joke there. Um, in nine in two thousand in nineteen two thousand two, mm-hmm. uh, Dylan graduates um, after three tries. He gets a principal's pardon um, and is allowed to graduate high school. He was originally supposed to uh, graduate at six years old. Instead, mm-hmm. he's nine. Um, he goes to college um he goes to college uh he gets his doctorate he's a 13 year old doctor um i don't know why i didn't put that on the slide um i figured the more important thing was that in 2020 uh dylan gets his first computer um it's a 1996 gateway computer that has a word doc uh it's where he starts writing he writes his first novel um Mm -hmm. since then He's written 17 novels. Uh, None of them are good, but there is a lot of them. Next slide, please. Whoa. Don't think that's all he's done, though. Hang on. We're going to explain the other stuff that he's done. Um, If you're not crying already because of the fact that he is a virgin and um, he's a terrible writer, um, it's crying time on the next slide which we'll get to right now please his other achievements now you would think that an achievement would be something worth celebrating but these are just all very sad achievements um this this is the best he could do Mm -hmm. um he made a rocket to god and thanks her for his grandpa grandma um He never saw his grandma's vagina. Um, As you know, he only saw the one and it was his mom's. Um, Eight-year-old Dylan goes on the gong show. um, Hosted by a math... He goes... Okay. So he goes on the gong show where he does a... I don't... I I made very confusing (laughs) slides for these very easy to explain (laughs) concepts. Um, he went on the gong show. He did a math thing. The judges loved it so much that they gave him his own math themed talent show. Mm -hmm. Again, sorry for the poorly written. I must've been high off of my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, when I wrote these, uh, high noon, Dylan can only drink green teas. Mm -hmm. so shed a tear for dylan's inability to drink other things um in 2023 next year dylan will get his driver's license at the young age of 27 ish uh he loves tv he's a tv fan it's his number one achievement um so pretty sad Pretty sad when your best achievement is liking television. Uh, Poof! Uh, He has a green thumb. Uh, Not that he can grow plants. Um, This is a different kind of green thumb where he got chloroform poisoning on his left hand. Uh, So all of his fingers and his thumb are green on his left hand, which is extra sad because he's left handed. And now he has to use his right hand to do things, and uh, it gets messy. Uh, Next slide, please. Presidential haiku. Uh, Did you know that in 2001, Dylan Terry (laughs) won the presidential haiku grant? Uh, Have you heard of it before? Um, He wrote a haiku called Only Time Will Tell who is a butterfly. And uh, I don't remember if I put it on the next slide or not. Um, If I didn't, we'll get back to it at the end. Uh, But if I did, I'll read it uh, on the next slide, which we'll get to now, please. A picture is worth a thousand words. This is Dylan's writing outfit. Um, Every time he writes, Mm -hmm. whether it's one of his many many terrible books, or one of his presidential award winning haikus. Um, he wears this potato sack and a bandana with cargo shorts, just like Casey from the scene snobs. Mm. Um, and if you put the camera underneath there, you can see right up those cargo shorts, just like Casey from the scene snobs. Um, now, Again, I was high when I wrote these. Mm -hmm. uh, So I don't have the haiku written. So I, of course, have it memorized. Um, If we could go back to the last slide, please, so I can remember what the haiku was supposed to be about. Um, Only time, only time will tell who is a butterfly, I say. And now... I will die and that is the haiku and it was mm-hmm. award-winning because it was the only one that was submitted that year uh, <laughs> two slides forward please <laughs> now what came first the dylan or the egg this is a trick question because dylan was not born from an egg dylan's father oh. came first before his mother who was The only vagina that Dylan has ever seen. Also, the only vagina that Dylan's father has ever seen. And he only saw it once, Mm -hmm. and it produced a Dylan. Uh, Next slide, please. Now, in conclusion, (laughs) I want you to all remember (laughs) that on top of being a prolific writer. Dylan is also very very skilled at origami. He can make an X-wing um and actually he folded those bangs. Uh, <laughs> you can't tell, but there's a lot of hair folded up underneath those bangs <laughs> and uh he's real proud of it. So uh Dylan is a man of many talents. None of which he uses <laughs> for any sort of good reason. Um, yeah. Everything that he's good at, he doesn't do. And a lot of things that he's bad at, he does all the time. And uh, <laughs> that's my presentation. So that's Dylan. <laughs> that's Dylan K. <Kay.
0: laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, can we can we get through the next oh slide real fast? Yeah, let's
0: go. Let's yes. Go. I just, yeah. I, I. Oh my we god, we needed a break. Oh my god.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Michael,
3: Brooke, All right up next is Dylan
1: Terry. We're not we're not doing questions or anything this time because nah. we got we're getting time crunch. So let's bring up Dylan terry's slide. Pretty please. Yes.
3: Producers are currently having uh, trouble breathing. They're having a straight up fit there it is so uh my name is dylan terry you've heard this this is zach Wiseman. (sighs) christ we're gonna have to talk about this guy (laughs) you remember that movie with ezra miller it's gonna be exactly like that let's get to the next slide please the flash yeah oh i guess i'll do the next slide cool okay now here's what we know about sack uh now this dude loves movies like holy cow shut the hell up about it man except no keep talking about it because you're the only one who provides any volume uh the beard underneath is hiding a vestigial twin you'll see it right there it's kind of obscured by the hot dog fingers it's got quato from total recall Mm -hmm. except quato was kind of diagonal (laughs) you know like quato in total recall uh the good one not the 2000 uh the 1999 one not the remake they did in 2012 with i think colin farrell and Mm -hmm. like jessica beale and all of them um they keep remaking good movies but they don't make bad movies remake them into good movies i don't know why they don't do that Because if they're bad movies, they're not going to make any money, even if they're remade. Uh, His name is close to the slang term for scrotum. Uh, It's Mm. a legitimate accident when I put these slides together, but it was funny, so I left it in. And he has a secret crush on Michael Colby, but everybody knows, so he can just admit it. Mm. Uh, We're going to go to the next slide, because despite the fact that we're pressed for time, I have the wordiest presentation on the show. (laughs) Not this slide. Go back one. Nope. Okay, I'll handle it from here on. Thank you. Uh, Now we're going to take a look at Zach's comedy. And I put these into charts because he primarily makes jokes about three topics, Mars, pop culture references, and self-deprecation. Mars, 50% of his jokes are about Mars, despite the fact that the graph I put only has it listed as 20. We're not going to worry about it. Hmm. Why is he always talking about Mars? Elon's not talking about Mars. I'm not going to read these word for word because that's not what you do on a PowerPoint presentation, Michael. Um, Does it have something to do with Total Recall? His obsession with Mars? No, probably not. References. Movies, TV, comic books. I can't stress enough how much this guy loves pop culture. Look at his hat. Look at his suit. Look at that stuff on the wall behind him. And then self-deprecation. Sometimes I worry about him. The jokes take on a uh, pretty uh, venomous tint sometimes. And I'm like, hey, man, you should probably take it easy on yourself. And he's like, no, I can't. It's a compulsion. Let's go to the next slide, please. <sighs> All right, we're going to take a break and we're going to talk about some things I'd rather talk about, like my novel. I worked really hard on it. I uh, wrote it. I wrote the original first 50 pages for my thesis in undergrad for my senior thesis class, uh, which was two and a half times what we were required to turn in. But, you know, uh, I went through a very hard time for a while. Didn't put any words down. And then in the span of about four months, I wrote an additional hundred thousand words and we got the entire (laughs) novel done in about six months after I got left the relationship but uh if you are interested in my novel if you think you would pay money to buy it if i self published it on amazon leave a comment or find me at vorpal underscore words on any platform and i'll put it up there for you and you can send me money because i got to do something with it and i haven't done anything with it it's called eight days to absolution it's like a fantasy western it's very inspired by like mad max fury road uh yeah it's it's okay it's not bad it's very clearly a debut novel uh otherwise my podcast the silicon angels zach's hardly in that one uh it is the best one we produced, not necessarily for that reason. It just came together really nicely. It was a lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And we've got Choose Your Own Podventure Season 2. Uh, we got a real voice actor for that one. I'm not going to reveal who it is because we're not sure that we're going to lock it in yet. Um, there's been some attitude problems, and <laughs> not really sure if he's up for it, uh, but we'll figure that out later. Uh, now, bear with me. We will get back to the presentation in just a second. I need a moment to collect my thoughts so I can muster the willpower to keep talking about Zach because – out of everybody I know, he's the one who occupies the forefront of my mental like capacity. And not in a bad way, just saying. All right, I'm going to go to the next slide now. Great, here he is again, except this isn't a picture of him. Uh, I put this together because... I mean, I know the whole point of this presentation. is getting to know the hosts. Um, but look at him. Look at this guy. I have to look at this face like eight times a week. Except I don't have to look at this face because this is the picture of someone that Zach knows. Isn't actually a picture of him. And if I wasn't the person who put this presentation together, it absolutely would have tricked me and made me look like a fool. Let's go to the next slide. Yeah. Now, here's why Zach Wiseman is internet famous. There are many reasons, but I looked at the primary ones, kind of clumped them together into two big ones. 70% of that is Dylan, me. You heard about me earlier. Uh, Most of that was factual. A lot of it was conjecture. And Mm. a lot of it was the self self mythologization. (sighs) You're supposed to be the smart one.
1: Am I? Yeah. You mm-hmm. wrote novels. I've
3: been oh, yeah. carrying the weight, keeping this guy's ego fed for years. Cause if I don't do it, you know, who, who's he going to turn to? Uh, mm. I write the words. He says he gets the credit. I'm fine with that. Cause I don't like the spotlight. It's a really good relationship. We've got going. Even his improv is written by me, which I mean, all improv is written when you think about it. Right? Yeah. That's what they say. Like, uh, and then yeah. 30% of that is Michael Colby. He plays the villain. So Zach looks sympathetic. Um, you should hear Zach talk about him when the mics aren't on, or you should see our like one-on-one chats about Michael. Sometimes it gets, yeah. you know, pretty intense. Um, there is a percentage that Zach is responsible, but I didn't include it because it's a little small, and I didn't have time to include everything on here. Um, so, also, what does wife says? You're gonna son go to the next of a, slide. You son <laughs> of a. We covered my parentage on the last presentation. Let's keep it focus on you. <laughs> now zach was on tv once and he uses that fact for literally everything If he's losing mm-hmm. the fight he was on tv were you i was michael might have been i don't know i don't watch true crime uh you're trying to get a job his resume just says i was on tv once i write resumes professionally as an independent contractor you can contact me at vorpal underscore words and i'll write one for you if you want i have reasonable rates and pretty good success at getting people interviews uh but that's a good resume i just was on tv once
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah it works got Solid. him this job yeah boom doesn't tip the waiter. I'll sign this napkin. I was on TV. It's worth more than money. And that's true. He actually, a uh, waiter actually did sell a napkin. Zach Weisman signed for like 45 bucks, but the napkin also had a whole shitload of weed in it. So, you know, yeah. who's to say what the reason was. I don't get how smug he is there. Um, Now this is another picture. that doesn't actually look like Zach Weisman, but I can assure you it is. Uh, He looks smug, even though you know what's weird. Quato is just sitting there. Uh, You thought I forgot about him. I did, but I didn't just behind that thin wispy beard, almost as thin and wispy as mine. Uh, I think its name is snackums the beard. I think the beard's name is snackums because Guato yeah. is the name of the vestigial twin. We're going to go to the final slide. In conclusion, Zach is like a thin Jack black. <laughs> you want to follow Zach? Even after all of that stuff, follow him at black Jack for Jack black on Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter at my neighbor, Mitch one or Facebook Dylan Terry. I'm not going to tell you which one, but I think you can probably figure it out. Credits presentation template was cr- i'm not going to advertise for them <laughs> please keep the slide for comedic effect i'm done i'll applaud myself because i was talking. i about literally
1: i literally could have said it better myself
3: yeah but, <laughs> but you didn't but so, job, so here I good am. job uh now normally we pick who the winner is
1: but in this episode honestly we're all winners there because are no we're hope. all friends of michael colby uh, I think and he
2: is the he's the best one out of all of us i think the real winners are the audience oh fair yes the real
1: winners are the people that give money to uh the 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 charity event that we're working for uh look in the links below and put some freaking money in there because honestly if we don't get halfway there uh mcmanhattan's not going to take a shirt off and share his hairy back which apparently Casey signed with a straight razor so i think he shaved something back there um uh, but who really knows it's Either a way, qr code for 30 off your next purchase it took him a week to shave the QR code. in there, there was so many squares. Uh, now, uh, normally we have a fourth person on that has a podcast or that has their own presentation, which takes up the rest of the half an hour. Uh, but I think that we have Mick Manhattan and, and Casey uh, backstage. They're going to come up and chat with Hi! us. Hi. Okay, good. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And that QR code is actually good for 35% now because of inflation. Yeah, oh, yeah perfect. Right. Okay, excellent.
0: Guys, you guys killed it. This was amazing awesome. Thank you so uh, much. Thank you. We no, appreciate th- this.
1: no, thank you for putting us together. We really appreciate you guys. You guys really, really work hard for mm-hmm. indie podcasters. And even though we make a lot of jokes about stupid stuff, that really means a lot to us. Um, so thank you. Thank and and uh, yeah, we really appreciate you guys. Thank you, absolutely, guys. Well, we appreciate you guys. You guys are fantastic, and it's always a hoot to have you around. So thank yes. you. Thank you so much. Guys. Appreciate, appreciate you. Whenever. Whenever adios,
0: now get out of here. <laughs>
2: I can tell you from my Guadalajara incident, um, a firm, flat thing in (laughs) anus is not pleasurable for anyone involved. Um, But I did uh, become empty afterwards. Thank you for watching PowerPoint Showdown. Today's winner will receive a $50,000 grant courtesy of some nobody's Patreon. Congratulations on your win! Join us next week for another showdown. Thanks for providing that big, 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 big prize, guys.